Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast. Um, we got a familiar voice with us, and now you get to put the face to that. Also, we got we got Paul back with us. Uh, hey, Paul. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, and yeah, we still we still got Carl. Well, it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know where to start. Do we start Prem? Do we start Champions League? I mean, I'm happy because Liverpool won, and they didn't play like crap. I'm more happy they didn't play like crap, honestly. Um, yeah. Carl, what? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just I, I thought you said. Did you, did you say yeah? I said yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you had more to say than just yeah. Um. Nah, more about the other game though. Uh. Shut up. No, I'm talking Barca PSG. What, uh, okay. what, what, I want to talk West Brom uh, Man U, that, that, that amazing game. Oh, you want to talk that one? Let's discuss that because I want to make Carl feel really bad at the start of this podcast. So we can start on a, you know, myself and you, Brian, uh, we can we can start on a good uh, good foot and Carl can. Yeah, but, but, but Chelsea, so. <laughs> Chelsea have been playing really well lately. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like the forgotten child right now and like, you know, mid table. You guys have a chance to win the league. You know, I'm just like, oh. We don't have a chance to win the league right now. We'll try to fit. Paul, you're above me in the table. League. Yeah, but currently, I mean, it's going to wear off soon, the the new manager effect. And then you're going to, you know, start getting that uh, goal scoring. um, Well, I think it's really, they just need Diego Jota back. They need another element in the attack. I think the front three have kind of been figured out a little bit. You need two centre-backs. Well, that too. I mean... You're playing Henderson as a centre-back. I mean, Fabinho is hurt now. Fabinho was fantastic back there. But he's hurt now. He had that goatee everyone's scared of. You know, you can go near him. Henderson is a a muffin. He's just a... a, Granted, he does a job for Liverpool in centre-mid. Granted, he's a good captain. Yes. From what I can see. But as a centre-back, he's lost. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. But can we get back to um, Menu drawing West Brom? Oh, Paul, one funny thing. we I joked with Carl about this last week, but Carl and I were playing a video game together, and he brought up the Menu Everton game from last week and was like, yo, that was a great win. And I was like, bro, you drew. I was like, 95th <laughs> minute. And Carl had no idea until the Literally next day. stopped watching the game. I thought we won. <laughs> All right, you so, should have won. So, but yeah. Carl, I do have to ask: Did you have the same reaction as Harry Maguire did for Manchester United when Sam Johnstone, Harry, Harry the moron Maguire, when he made that save? Harry Maguire seeing his header come off the post, maybe just a fingertip from Sam Johnstone. <laughs> well, one more time, just 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 for Carl. That's, that's probably one of the saves this season. Right there. Honestly, that probably is the save of the season so far. That... And that was that was a decent. He got he got, he got off early. McGuire got a good contact on it. Everything about that play that was just beautiful. I loved it. And, and I loved to be it. honest with the, with the horrific horrific goalkeeping skills on show recently. Yeah. Horrific. And we, yeah. we, we we're starting Kepa. We're starting right, Kepa. What moron is in charge of Chelsea starting Kepa? Yeah. I, I, I would start my daughter, who is six, in place of Kepa. He is horrendous. Paul, would you start me in place of Kepa? 
Oh, that, that, Brian. I know. I know. That's questionable. I at least that, tried to move my feet. Yeah, that's true. I don't care about I don't care about goalie's feet. I care about you saving the bloody ball. <laughs> Save the shots. It's all okay. I don't care how. Good I did you a are pretty good job feet. of that, unless it was a pen. And that only comes after you're good with your hands. I mean, that's your job. You know. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing. Kind of, but if you have bad footwork, you can't get there with your hands. As a keeper, everything comes down to how you move with your feet. Because if you can't move your feet right, you can't get there with your hands. But moving your feet without the ball is completely different to moving the feet with the ball. Oh, no, I'm talking about Keppa and his inability to take a step before he dives. The dude's oh, got cement yes. blocks. Yeah, and he just, di- he just dives down like he flops. Like he's just like been shot in oh, the Oh, Paul, I'm not defending my footwork. I can't do that. Oh, no, like, no Keppa's oh, no, on the Keppa's ball. Cap- but I, I, I'm talking, I'm talking, moving your feet on the ground to get to the ball. But you would, you would think that in his, in his, uh, yeah, as a goalkeeper, someone would tell him. Would have taught him that. The coach, coach said, "Hey, hey, Kepa, before you go to play for Chelsea, how about you move your feet properly? You know, or before you put a price tag of seventy-five million dollars on a keeper, make sure he can actually do the job as a keeper. That's yeah. a funny thing. How about you some scouting?" I don't understand that part of it. No, because they, because again, it's, it's it, you know Chelsea's back backroom staff are like the freaking NFL or the yeah. uh, baseball scouts. He looks good on the mound. He's a big boy. He can run fast. He must be. A, a, a it's funny as hell player. that you make that joke because Liverpool are owned by Fenway Sports Group, who own the Boston Red Sox, and Manchester yeah, they, United they, they, are owned by the Glazer family, who own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know, but could you imagine, like, you know, the uh, Boston group telling Klopp what to do? Klopp would bite their head off. Yeah. Klopp yeah. would bite their head off. Yeah. And the reason why Lamps got fired... Um, you don't tell we, 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 Roman we, we, what to do. Lamps got fired is because the backroom staff at Chelsea were like, uh, Frank, uh, you got to play Kepa. He's like, no, he's shit. Uh, they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, but we paid money for him. Well, is that my bloody fault? You're a bunch of idiots? And that's how yeah. you the door. I can tell you, that's exactly how it went. Yeah. Uh, probably yeah. at this point. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. And he didn't, I, play, Ru- he didn't play Rudiger because Rudiger's crap. Yeah. I, play- I don't know. I, I don't think – I wouldn't have sacked him yet. He, he wasn't winning, so I, I get it. He wasn't winning, but the players – the same thing with uh, – I got pissed off the second time uh, Mourinho got fired uh, back in 2014 or 2015. When I literally, for like half a season, watched Eden Hazard do absolutely nothing, just stroll <laughs> around the field, and like in a in a huff, in like a like a like a five year old uh, temper tantrum, you know, uh, like his, his like his diaper wasn't changed, and I saw yeah. Fabregas do nothing. They literally tanked to get Mourinho out, and that was the same thing with the senior players at Chelsea. They just tanked and didn't want to win. And then got him out basically because they were being replaced by young kids, who actually are better players. Yeah. Um, you know, we've sold better players. You know, freaking De Bruyne, Salah, <laughs> Imagine look. Imagine. imagine I saw Lukaku something today. What? Can you imagine Lukaku and De Bruyne sorting into that that midfield? And if we That's, still have, I really don't want to. And we still have players like. Um, 
we've solved some decent midfielders, but <laughs> I just can't I can't wait until Jorginho gets his ass kicked in a good game and finally Tuchel puts in Conte. Yeah, he needs to just not be starting in that midfield. Kovacic makes entire sense getting a starting role in that midfield. Like that is a great start. He is a top class midfielder in most games. But I, yeah, I would I would put him up there with the top players. I mean, you can argue uh, Fernandez is one of the best right now. For Man U, you can argue uh, Wijnaldum is playing fantastic football right now. Um, yeah, Man City, Man City, half the team could be in that that top you ten. Can literally say it. Bernardo, Foden. You give it to Stones right now, just because he's playing how, alongside. How much has Guardiola improved John Stones as a? It's been unreal. I, I don't. It's understand. been unreal. Like, like he should give Pep like half his salary because, you know, that's that's what he deserves because that's ridiculous. I mean, um. I mean, there's so, there's so many good young English footballers that play in that midfield area now. Like our Euro team's gonna be stacked. It's yeah. your Euro team is unbelievable. Like, I, I saw on I saw on Instagram or ESPN, it was it was a um, like a, a questionnaire, of, a, a rank the top five attacking midfielders in England right now that are under thirty. Grealish, yeah. Grealish, um, um, Mount. Madison. Uh, Madison. Madison. Foden. Uh, I think Jordan Sancho was in that. Yeah, that's fair. Jen Sancho is. <laughs> and and um, also, uh, what's the Man City player? Phil Foden. Foden. Phil yeah. Foden. Those. Like, like what? That's yeah. that. Who? I mean, you know, who would you pick? I mean, each week could be a different player because they can have a great week. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's I no, there's no way Jack Grealish is not stay, is staying at Villa next year. There's no way. I don't think he should, but I don't Brad, know. He just signed a five year contract. Like he yeah. signed it for two hundred thousand a week. Yeah, he signed a five year contract before the season started. I'm pretty sure. No, I think he was offered it. He was offered a new five year deal, but worth two hundred grand a week. I think he was offered that, and uh, I could see him going to someone like. Arsenal or Spurs and replacing it because he's he's what Spurs need. Yeah, Jack Grealish signed a new deal to remain at Villa Park until 2025. There we go. So Villa have plans in September. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah like, so like, I th- I think he's valued probably like I wouldn't pay him more than. I mean, I think English players are overvalued in the transfer market often anyway. But 50, 50 mil, I think, would be a fair transfer for somebody yeah. of his talents. Yeah, but, no, but there's given no, there's his no new contract, that that. but given his new contract, Villa can demand whatever the hell they want. Somebody yeah. on a fresh it's five-year a deal. Like I mean, Sergio Dest. Sergio Dest. Who just got, yeah, whatever his name is. He's, by the way, he's not American. Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't I did understand some research. that. Oh well, yeah, he's got the, the the American passport. It's like saying I'm American. I I yeah, you know, I'm a dual nationality. I live here, but you wouldn't say, oh, that guy's bona fide American. No, uh-huh. you know, he's a cowboy from Kansas. No, so like, so uh, Dest has a, a, a Dutch mother and a 
Suriname American father. And he lived in, he grew, he was born in, in Holland, in, in Netherlands, and he played his uh, youth football in Holland. He was then signed for Ajax in Holland and then signed for Barca. He never spent one second on an American uh, football pitch playing for any American team. And Correct. suddenly he's like the American like wonder kid. Yeah, Just yeah. by nationality, he's Dutch. The kid's Dutch. I mean... I mean, I, I think I, it's I, fair to shower American praise on, like, McKenny right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know why Tyler Adams not, is balling it. I don't know why he's not playing. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's a huge mistake. Um, Ziyech can be sold for all I care. Um, he just doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fit the mold of the uh, premiership. It's too fast, too physical for him. He wants to play in France and just have 20 feet of space every time to do stuff with the ball. I feel like it's also similar to uh, the way that Mkhitaryan started playing when he originally went to Man U. He just was so underwhelming and just couldn't like keep possession. He he just was not performing at that top level. And then he went to Arsenal and actually played like relatively well. So I think that could happen for Ziyech, sort of like that flop. But he hasn't even played enough to be a flop at this point. Like he's not even healthy enough yeah. to step on the pitch. We we never even know how good he could be just because he's just like oh yeah like I'll play one game. Yeah, he wasn't. He, I mean, yeah, he, he he performed for Ajax last year, but yeah. he wasn't really challenged. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Not physically. Not. I mean, you watch all these. The reason why West Brom drew against Man U is because every player. Defenders played great. Well, if you, if you take if you take like my my dad was saying this on the phone call. He's like, he's like Paul. Do you realize that Johan Cruyff would finish a game at Barcelona? And come out of the change room smoking a cigarette, have a beer in his hand, and smoke a cigarette. And I was like, I didn't know that. He's yeah, he's a fa- he was a world class player, probably one of the top ten in the world ever. But he his diet, nutrition, and fitness was nothing like it is today. Like these yeah. players are. That's the same with like every single sport, perfection. though. So like even you take you take a West Brom player, you kind of compare him. Skill-wise, to a Fernandez, to a Rashford, to a to a, 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 an average Manu player, a way Manu players are way better technically. But, the, but still have in, to in terms, of, in terms of tactics, tactics, yeah. size, strength, and and physical, these West Brom players will run twenty miles, twenty miles an hour, yep, all day long, every day. They're yeah, just they're just freaks, physical freaks, and they can keep up. Like back in the day, you know, uh, days of gigs and Kinchelskis when Manu would just run through teams with Dwight oh. York and, and Cole, they, they would run past defenders over Mars, Henri. They'd run past defenders. Now every That's defender true. is quick. Every defender is, is lightningly quick. Yeah. There's no slow players playing at the highest level now. No, no yeah. one is slow. Yeah, no one is slow. So it, the, 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 that edge is gone now. Like and that's why every team plays defensive. Are like Pavard. Like Pavard is considered slow. Like, but like, is he slow? Not no. at all. No. Playing right back for a top class team. 
if he's if he's slow, like some of the West Brom players are larger, right? That six yeah. two, six three, six four, that, maybe, that's maybe, maybe like low. yeah, maybe like one eighty, one ninety. They're all muscle, and they just they know they're not very fast. So the coach is like, okay, look, you're playing against Rashford. He's lightning. You know what? All week they'll work on certain angles to close down Rashford. They can't yeah. be man to man, or if you're man to man, get touch tight. If not, you just work the angles yeah. and you make sure there's two players. So every time Rashford gets the ball, there's two West Brom players to beat. Not just one. There's always two, and then a third covering covering the space. So Rashford gets the ball. It's got to be three players, and you know he's not he's not messy in his prime yeah, exactly. and that's why all these teams usually just cut back and play the easy ball the square ball they're not attacking the space you know how often do you see any players now just attack the space with a 20 30 yard dribble you, you can't really see it now i mean he doesn't take the touches like small enough he literally takes massive touches on the ball almost every single time wait i got like, an example of somebody attacking the space that was actually like a perfect segue paul Okay. Here we go. There we go. Neves, lovely first time pass Ooh. into the path of Neto. Right hand side of the penalty area, back onto his left foot, down right to his right. Slow, Neto still dribbling! Yeah. What a goal! Slow kick, slow throw. Simply sublime! <laughs> I forgot to cut it over. I just realized that. Let's give this another take. Well, you're looking at poor Southampton, who are not really the most defensively wise team right now losing nine goals to Man U for Christ's sake. I, I know just just down to Neves lovely first time pass into the path of Neto right hand side of the penalty area back onto his left foot now onto his right okay, Neto still dribbling what a goal seven. no but it's somebody useless it's somebody okay. attacking go space because you go back to no go, go back to the go back to the part where he actually turns defender okay 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 so, right so there the start right there hold on right. okay First, he's square. Look at his shoulders. He's square to the ball. He should have gone to the defender. Should be the goalie should be screaming to him. You got to move screaming. him to the left. Cut off that angle. Cut, cut, yeah. like, there's literally like one more step to the left because the yep. the wolves the wolves winger is literally enticing him to step to his right. As soon as that, what if you play it in slow motion? As soon as that player. Steps right. And then Wolves play it. The Wolves guy's looking at his feet. He's looking. So the second, second he plays, be pushed up as much. He steps to the right. He makes that hard cut. There, there. Why? Why did he step to his right? Why not just stand there and let the guy be in the box? Why do you have to stand and make that extra step and give the Wolves player that channel? That was. I'm sorry. That is a Premiership defender doing a five-year-old's mistake. Okay, let me U12 mistake. But that's what we scream at the kids. Just stand there and let make the make the attacker beat you. Why would you step and give the space to a, a, a very fast, skillful winger who's already beaten you five seconds before? Yeah. Are you that stupid? And what is the guy? I think number was that. Oh, my eyes are so bad. I'm so old now. Number three. What is he doing? What is he doing? He's just watching the guy get beat. Where is the cover? Why isn't the other centre back screaming to these three Samson players in the box who are the wrong side of the ball? There is literally one attacker 
on the six yard box. That's it. The other guys towards us, the uh, I think uh, Adame and the other guy that, that on the left winger, they're not dangerous right now. They're not dangerous. No. And plus, so and why have we got three Saints players marking that one attacker? And the one attacker is now beating the nearest defender and going straight for goal. Schoolboy error. That's just coaching 101 on how to defend against a fast defender. And the goalie should be screaming at him. And how is he getting beat from that angle? How is the goalie? And why isn't the goalie moving, at least towards the ball, close the angle down? He's just frozen. That's a Brian Coburn special right there. I was waiting for it. And I hope it goes to my hands. Ooh, good idea. And they're like, oh, we just lost the goal. Oh, great. There's seven. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Two-thirds of the Samson team are in the 18-yard box and not one of them are bloody tackling. I would find all these assholes and tell them, go back and play U23s or U19 reserves because you don't belong in premiership. That is horrific defending. That's just one Half of the people on the other side of the box weren't being covered at all. And, yeah. and you know the coach goes? Guys, don't worry. Next week, next week we'll go. I would be killing these players. These nah, I don't think players. they were like next week because they are um, on a six-game skid. And that was like a 90-plus minute winner. They, they, they need, they need uh, how to defend, general defended. I do, I do want to give a shout to Neto, though. I mean, he's 20. He's 20. That guy who scored? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, he was given the, the angle and he took it well. I mean... I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of young players in the Prem that but put up numbers he, who get recognition, and he puts up numbers and doesn't get much. Yeah, but we, we, I could spend all friggin' night going through the, the lackadaisical, moronic defending that we see every week from Premiership. Oh, they're great at being that beautiful, you know, hug the bus, drop behind the ball, organize your back five, back four. When it comes to actual 1v1 defending and the art of defending, it has gone out the bloody door. Last they, should, they, they should watch Serie A from 1990 and actually watch real defenders defend. Because, like, how many times have we seen these attackers dart through get goal side, and the defender does this, lo- this lunging tackle, this lunging last-ditch tackle, and the only, only thing that's going to happen is he's going to touch the player and co- cause a penalty. Yep. Every single time. Every single time. And I'm like, I've seen it in slow motion, I'm like, no, no, I see it from like freaking James from Chelsea, freaking Rudiger every bloody week. Um, it's just gross. Half, oh, he's, he's literally dumb as a fence post. He probably kind of spelled his name. Poor guy, but he can run fast. He can run fast, but he no. He's not fast. Like he's just sort of big and sort of fast. Zoom is like he's not even that big. Like if I stood next to him, he'd be. I would look so fat. He's, yeah. he's actually <laughs> very. He's very slender, very tiny. Me versus Van Dyke, I look a little child. Yeah, that's I, fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Van Dyke would make a lot of people look like a child. Yeah, but these guys are like one sixty, Carl. They're not big guys. But like, they're strong. They're fast. They're insanely fit, but they're not like physically. Yeah, imposing. they aren't like NBA players, obviously. Oh well, that 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 them. I mean, NBA freaks. NBA players and some of these football players are, are just monsters. They're the next level of human evolution of 
a monster, <laughs> you know? They're like the old school dragons we used to slay by knights. Like now it's just NBA players that we look up to, you know, and get dunked over. And they're, they're, not, they're not normal humans. I mean, at least soccer players, football players are normal humans. Yeah. They're just insanely fit. I you think know. the funniest thing is like comparisons of like Neymar next to like actual NBA players. Yeah. Yeah, like you see like Kobe, um, like with pictures of like with all these players and stuff and LeBron James and stuff. Kobe what Kobe was what, six six? Yeah. Something On around the smaller there. Size, I mean LeBron is six eight. LeBron's like six eight two forty. But yeah. you know, it just it just amazes me. Um but again, I, I was watching today, I was watching the PSG game, watching Verardi play. Mm-hmm. And God, what a player! And this, how he reminds me of Iniesta. But yeah, not as, yeah. Not, not as not as like a wizard, but more like an engine. But his his turns and his touch are so tight. It like Brody it, is. It's so much fun to watch him play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he, wow. Like, I would like, have I would have Wine Alden in that in that in that level too. Yeah. I'd have Tony Kroos in that level too. I'd have. Um, uh, Kimmich in that level too. Where just it's, 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 play gets close, and it's a quick turn, very sharp turn, and they just change the whole game. You know, and Kovacic played well against Newcastle, but it was against Newcastle. I want to see him yeah. do it against the Man U's, the Man Cities. Yeah, you showing that Real. Yeah, I, I, you know, Real had other players. You know, they had Isco, they had, um, you know, Kroos and and and. Uh, Modric, right at that point, so they had other players to replace him. But you know, same as Morada. I mean, if Chelsea put oh, yeah. Morada, if we kept, why don't we keep Costa? We kept your you know, entire Costa. club is a bunch of what ifs right now. Yeah, if yeah, we had, exactly. if we had, imagine if we had Costa and Lukaku up front. <laughs> imagine you know? still had Costa, just like in general, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now, fun. now you're stuck with. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this again, just out of nowhere, just to see Paul's reaction. Now you're stuck with this up top. It's Mount Wow. That is all. Look at that. Look at that. And the old guys are like, "You scored. Good job." Drew's like, "I don't care." I'm running back to the halfway line because I am Oli Giroud. I am too good looking uh, to even go near these guys. These, these guys are trolls, and I am a male model. <laughs> the way he runs is hilarious. But like, I don't understand with Giroud how his hair never gets messed up. He's, he, he's, he's a god. Giroud, Giroud, Giroud was like crafted by God himself. He yeah. was like he's like the David, but he like moves. <laughs> you know, he's like marble. Skin marble, the new thing. Oh no, um, definite man crush. Definite man. But um, well, it makes sense with your lack of finishing up top. So, I, Giroud, Giroud should start every bloody game, <laughs> and they should be kissing his feet because he's the one player that can actually score goals. Yeah, I agree with that. He needs to be on the yes. pitch more. And a, and Abraham should learn from him because Abraham still has no touch, and uh, his his runs are, are decent, but they're not like and Giroud's just very intelligent player uh, and, 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 I, and I hate to say this I hate to do this um, but th- he, his time at Arsenal under Wenger was what made Giroud so good and his, his time with Fabri- a prime Fabregas um, you know I don't think he, he overlapped with Burkamp era but definitely with with um, 
you know, Henri there. I'm not sure if he overlapped with Henri or not. Maybe. Uh... I think Henri left in, what, 2014, and Drew was there, like, maybe left it 2017, 2018, something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was later. Um, but, like, you know, Arsenal have had some just, you know, imagine, the, and... imagine, imagine the Arsenal train sessions uh, when players like Henri were there. Yeah. Again, just the touch, the touch, Burkamp's, you know, touch and the, the the detail of the technique. And then Giroud just learned from that, and and he had to because Drew has no pace. So yeah, Wenger's yeah. like, mate, you got no pace. You cannot just run past players like like you know Henri did and, and Elka did, mm-hmm. even and, and those players. You know, you need to do, you need to like you need Giroud's to. Yeah, classic target man. But he also, uh, you know, I'd say like Andy Carroll is a classic target man. Or, yeah. Or, or Crouch or something like that, you know, or Teddy Sheridan. Drew just Andy has that finishing with that left foot. That left foot is just beauty. He, he's he's cultured. He's yeah. cultured. Yeah. You know? he, similar to like Cavani. Like Cavani has like that right foot. He's not like, I'd say Cavani like in his prime has better finishing than Giroud. But Giroud, as of now, has better finishing. Yeah, I I think Giovanni was a fantastic player, and I think now he's just, um, you know, I mean, he's serving his role pretty well over there. A selection of big men. You got, you got. I mean, Lukaku, Lukaku. If he was in, I mean, now he's in Italy. He's going to get better with his feet, obviously. But Lukaku has that potential of BA Giroud in the future. But he also has pace right now, Lukaku, Mm -hmm. uh, and his size, but. Look at someone like Benzema. Benzema hold people off differently than Giroud, though, just because yeah. like he he is actually a grown man. Like he he is just like one of those massive players. Like he. But even even I think even with the I think like you put Giroud next to Brian, I think Brian would be a similar size to Giroud. I just think that they're so cut and yeah. so fit. They look very big. They look there's no there's no fat on them. So yeah, they you have to look like they're massive men, but really... Yeah, you know, no, Giroud's... no, Paul, Paul. Yeah? Giroud's large. So how he... tall is he? 6'4". 6'4", how, t- how what was he weighing? Giroud's weight. 185, 190? 201. Okay, he's probably one of the biggest. Yeah, he's a big boy. But he's got no fat on him. So, like, he no. looks bigger. And the shirts are tight, so they do... Kind of help out his physique and stuff, but uh, he's one of the he's one of the biggest. Lukaku is one of the biggest. Van mm-hmm. Dyke, but the rest, I mean, you know, Abraham's probably six four five, but pushed in one sixty five. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. no like weight to him, but that's what you want. You don't want these huge, huge people all the time because um, isn't not what they look for. I mean. Yeah, but he could build like a little bit and actually start getting more physical. He could be a lot better if you did that. But yeah, but I I miss the days. Remember, uh, remember for Spurs. Oh, I I I used to love Essien. I mean, Essien was. Oh uh, yeah. You know, Essien was like the ultimate box to box tackling midfielder for me in his prime. Uh, Ray Parler for Arsenal. Yeah. Vieira for Arsenal. Mugolini. Um, uh, uh, even. Uh, even someone like Nicky Butt, like, would be box to box and win the ball. Darren Fletcher, those kind of players. Liverpool, I mean, Steven Gerrard, great tackler. Scholes, 
horrific Michaela or who is it? Paul, I'm really, really, really happy that you didn't just bring up the slip, and I'm mad that I did, but you complimented Gerard, so thank you. Yeah, because how can you not? You mentioned box box and fielders, and you can mention Lampard in that that um, that you know level two. Yeah, I think I think Lampard wasn't really attacking midfielder; he was more of creative. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a reason why Lampard tackle. is the only midfielder anywhere near the top of the Prem scoring list. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think that's because he was given that freedom. I think Gerard yeah. was very happy to sit back mm-hmm. and orchestrate. Same as same as a Patrick Vieira, where they'd score a few goals. They were important, but they weren't there to score goals. Correct. And Lampard was there to score goals. Mm-hmm. Same with like Pirlo. Like Pirlo was there to like be just a magician, not to score. Yeah. It's the same as same as Kroos, uh, same as Kroos and Iniesta. They weren't there to score goals. When they did score goals, it was special. It, it was, mm-hmm. you know, majestic um, at that. Like when it was they, more than special. Whenever so, they get that touch on the ball, you you just get excited. Yeah, but the, the, those days of anyone tackling properly, it's gone. Like you saw with the Saints video you just showed. Mm-hmm. You know, like that fifteen years ago. The guy would have been touched tight. The guy would have put his foot in, touched the ball away, kicked the guy in the same time, and it'd been a corner. Now it's a video replay. Oh, he, he touched the guy with his left shoelace. So it grazed his left eyebrow. Speaking of video replay, penalty. Well, Wait, it's just a stupid video replay. Like, so Wayne Rooney came out and like said that. Video replays. But Wayne Rooney came out and said that he thinks it's killing the game. He, th- he thinks it's ruining the feeling and it's ruining the emotion. And I, I think it's most damaging. It ruins the flow. Well, they, they, like, want, they, they, want us, they want more goals. They want more goals because that's what the average person, the neutral, wants to see a score of 8-4 to four or 6-3 to three or 5-5 five five because yes. that's the average. People want to see the nine nothings. Like people want to see those, and I don't mm-hmm. understand why. I'd rather see a good game. If 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 Manu scored nine legit great goals and actually played in the yeah, exactly. which they did, which they did, then fine. But it's 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 the bullshit soft stuff. Like I watched there, what, the Barca penalty was never a penalty. It was not a penalty. Life. That would have been laughed away five years ago. Even. Three years ago, laughed away. That I mean, might have gotten laughed away last year. De Jong tripped himself. Yep. He tripped himself yeah. and fell in the box and everything. And it, it really has, it started It started in Italy and Spain. And I got in real trouble once because I, I was coaching a game and there was these uh, players that were uh, mostly from Portugal. They were speaking Portuguese. And they kept diving diving, diving. I said, come on, stop being Portuguese. And they went nuts. They didn't even realize what they do. People from Spain, Portugal, Italy, they just dive. They yeah. embellish everything. And it ruins the game. It ruins the game. And uh, every little touch, they fall down, they cry, they hold their face. You know, even now, you notice how these taller players would lean into the tackle and the person who's playing against them would naturally put their arm up balance and to keep the player away from you. That's what you're taught. 
can cheer your arm up to make yourself bigger. And then they just go. They do that. They raise a person's face and get out of their shot. And it's just. Like this, had, this had like a Nicolas Cage face off, you know, fight, you know, or then a John Wick movie. Like, no, you haven't died. You got a graze to the face and then they jump up and they're fine. And the poor guy's got yellow card. And then the guy's not even looking at the ball. The ball's over there to his left, and he's there. Hand comes up normally, and the guy's face is there. It, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. It's like watching football in America, where every two seconds is a flag for something. Yep. Something. They find a, it's like cops. They just find a reason to pull you over. I have stopped uh, uh, watching. Your car has uh, 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 four tires. That's it. I have stopped like, watching American football for for the main reason, really, of <laughs> in a three-hour TV time of the game, you get like 16 minutes of actual play. Yeah, no, it's actually disgusting. You, you get like 16 minutes of game time. I'd and much not rather... not commercials anymore. Not even good commercials. No, get, the commercials are all insurance commercials. Yeah. 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 Oh. I was used to like the old like good Doritos commercials. Oh, I miss the Doritos commercials. Or all the Budweiser commercials. Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, the, I mean the commercial. What's that? <laughs> like, where are those? Oh, they're not PC anymore. We can't say those. Yeah. It offends people. It offends people that go what's that? It offends them. It just offends. Them. You know. <laughs> it's crazy, but um. So, West Brom beating Man U. Oh, no, draw Man U. Sorry. Oh, we're going back to that? Of course we are. We're going back to all the all time. Right, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me mention another game just so that I don't keep on getting beat up on. Uh, Everton lost to Fulham. To wow, the- that's not the game I thought you were going to talk about. <laughs> well, why, why, is, why is that surprising this season? Because every team, has been, every team has been beating other teams that we wouldn't have thought of at the start of the season, you know? Like, yeah, I want to, Paul, Paul, I want to know your thoughts on this. Carl and I have noticed that Everton, Everton, they started their season in incredible form, and everything fell apart when Luka Dinier got hurt. Okay. And we both think he, everyone gives all the credit to, like, their new midfield and their guys up top. He's like the heart of that team. He runs that left flank similar to a way that Andy Robertson does at Liverpool. He's creative. He has stamina. He never stops. He's good at defending. But think about what you just said. They've 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 developed their attacking uh, repertoire. They brought yeah. in a more cultured midfield. They brought in a coach who has done it at the highest level. Yes. Yeah. And that has enabled, well, teams that play Everton now have to worry about other things, not just one player. They're all about four or five mm-hmm. players or style play. So that they're, they're going to concentrate their defensive strategies, these opposing teams, on the middle of the field. You know, stopping the two strikers. Understandable. Um, and the midfield. So that would leave more space know, for dinner. More space for the wings. Yes. So then, you know, yes, uh, the left left back. Uh, has taken his chances and played very well and attacked the space and been more aggressive in the in the final third. But that's also because you know he hasn't got a man up his ass twenty four seven because the man is in twenty yards inside 
cover in the space in the middle because they worry about the the center midfield areas. But every team is like that, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, most most team most the space is on the wings. My thing with Dinier every team is though, so bloody tight now. He's then feeding the ball in that's beating the coverage on the guy in the middle for the goal. Like he he's also playing the ball in that's creating the chances. And had a lot of very good assists up to that point, like when he actually got hurt, which was surprising. But a lot of teams now, like a lot of teams aren't pressurizing the wingers. They're not they're not closing down the space. They're not really blocking crosses. They're allowing crosses to come in because they know they have six, seven, eight defenders behind the ball in the 18-yard box. I mean, you know, to defend the six-yard box the way that teams do nowadays, to me, is just ludicrous. And again, when I was playing, you would never defend the, 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 the furthest back you'd ever go is 18. And then the ball goes in 18, it's the goalies. It is the goalies. And if the goalies not coming out, then there's something wrong. But you would never drop back to the six because... Because then you've got, you know, any shot goes in at that range. Yeah. It's a deflection, a, a, a ricochet, a, a bobble. I hate deflections. You know, if, I hate if, them. Goal, if, if, you're, if I'm shooting from 25 yards, it's got to be some amazing shot to go in against a professional goalkeeper. Yes. Who's, who's positioned correctly and is above the height of 5'5". Five five. So not Kepa? I mean, 5'5", five five, but positioned properly. So not Kepa? I'm, I'm just playing. You know, but like... You know, any normal sized goalie is going to yeah. have a, a good time to readjust the position and, and, and make a save or put a hand to it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, you shoot know. from seven yards out, the goal is wide open. I'm sorry. Like, it's wide open. Yep. All, it always is. Always. Even that goal from Samson. You know, no, another goalie who looked like they could get scored on by anyone? Kepa. Allison. <laughs> Allison was just giving the ball away. He didn't even give himself a chance to make the save. Allison felt bad. <laughs> they, they got pooped on. <laughs> that, that is it. I was telling Brian before we came on. That is a coaching directive. That is Klopp saying, you will play this way. Because you do that mistake once as a goalkeeper. Yeah, you, don't, you don't do that. You look over to, you look over to the bench and... And Klopp is giving you the death step. Yeah. The players are giving you death step. Henderson is cursing your brain out right now. You know? And then you do it again. That is definitely a coaching directive. The coach has told them, told the goalkeeper, you will do this when the ball comes to your feet. You will not just kick it out for a throw-in or yeah. kick it out mm-hmm. randomly. You will play it to our players who are in space. And of course, you know, once once the other team knows that, they're it's gonna, over. They're going to exploit that. Yeah, it's the Barca system from, from 10, 12, 13 years ago where it was brand new that the goalie plays with the ball. Yeah. Really, it was the Ajax and Dutch way with Van der Sar, but yeah. it was brand new, so teams didn't know how to high press the way they do now. Yeah. Not, they, they weren't taught that, and slowly but surely over the course of the next decade, you know, Klopp, um, Mourinho with his high press and, and with Guardiola and, and those other coaches, they've um, you know, now, but also, what's the harm in a, in a centre back playing a long ball? You know, and that's why that's why Liverpool was so effective. Liverpool could score any way they want because they had those players like yep. Mane. Um, My favorite just, thing was watching Van Dyke ping a ball like a midfielder. Yeah, it's like uh, what was it? Um, 
what uh, team did I, I watch score on goal? Oh, it was, it was Man City. It was uh, Mkhitaryan, uh, where, where um, uh, Edison had that long ball. See that game? Oh, you, you mean Gundogan? Gundogan? Oh, Gundogan, yeah. Gundogan. Yeah. Um, played the ball, and Gundogan just basically just shut them off the ball. Yep. If you got that clip, I could tell you the five million things the fans got wrong. All right, give me a sec, because this is going to be fun. That is such a simple thing to do. Um, and it wasn't like he played, it wasn't like the Messi goal against Boateng, where Messi was going at full speed with the ball. No, you know, it was just... didn't have the possession yet, really. Yeah. And it was just, uh, again, I, I really think it's the goalie's fault. I'm sorry. The goalie is watching this whole thing take place in front of him and he's not saying anything to the goal to the defender i mean it's a fantastic ball by edison but really i mean the ball was fantastic but so i'm gonna play it and then i'll go back and give you a chance to cut it all right yeah, yeah teams aren't used to this kind of style of play why isn't Larice screaming in French, this kid? Look, you got three Spurs players, high press. Okay, fine. You're, you're, it's man on man uh, in the in the final third. Okay, so that that that's what Mourinho wants. Okay, let's 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 play it so and pause it halfway, like midway, halfway line. Okay, pause it there. Okay. Look at the space. Look at the space in midfield. You could park a bus in that center circle and only hit two Spurs players. That is the like, way. Why, why aren't those two Spurs players on the far side running towards the ball? Why are they still really, they're too far wide, basically. And there's no, there's no, there's no holding midfielder right now. I know where Hol, uh, uh, Holberg is, but he's not where he should be. There's, he's not a fast player. He's intelligent. He's creative. He's sharp on the ball, but he's not a fast player. No, he's not. Like, not. This is not like you know Mbappe. This isn't Sterling beating them down the wing. Yeah, it's this not. I mean, you've, one. you've got the the, the the Man City players know what's coming because look, you've got these three Man City players already moving forward on Edison's long balls. This is worked on in training. Like this is not just random. Like this is done as yeah. a tactic. <laughs> This you is know, the, you play it you play it short a couple of times and then you play it long just to mix it up. That's what uh, Pep does great. He mixes it up a lot. Yep. Whereas other coaches don't. I.e. Frank Lampard, Mourinho, they don't, they don't mix it up. Why the Sanchez, the uh, the covering defender right here, closest to the ball, he's not a slow player. He's no, he a isn't. very quick, very agile, very young defender. He's a good defender. But why isn't Loris screaming to him? That there's a play on his right shoulder. Why isn't Larice screaming? Why isn't Larice even like further out of his goal? Right at that at that point, he could be further out. But I mean, he's pretty damn far out. He okay? He's uh, he's fine. He's fine. But now he's like, oh shit! I gotta get back. This yeah. defender. The second really, you can see you can see Hugo Larice leaning back right here. It's over. Yeah. Once you're yeah. on your back foot I as a keeper, it's over. He's one of these keepers, I think, says nothing. If that was Peter Schmeichel from the 90s, or that was Peter Cech, or that was David Seaman from Arsenal, 
those those were real i'm sorry to say real men Loris looks like looks like a like a pansy i'm sorry he looks like a pansy and he's a good goalkeeper and all he's a pansy like he, he, probably, he probably collects coins on the weekends you know Michael, Seaman, and Czech, they're men. They're going to scream and shout at you and organize. And this guy here, okay, Sanchez is caught behind the ball. Fine. Okay. Ball's bouncing. He can't get to it first. That's a fan. That touch right there. Go back. That touch by Gundelin was beautiful. Look at that touch. Look at I'm that. I'm going to give that one more look. And not one commentator <laughs> mentioned it. That touch gave him the space. It slowed him down. It enabled him to touch the ball left onto his left foot. Can I just say something? Body up, and at the same time, it made the guy fall over. Why is it, it? the most amazing touch. That's... And look how close that ball is. Look how close the ball is to his foot. You just took it around. Why do so many goalkeepers now go with their freaking feet? Because, because the strikers are taught to play the ball close to their feet. They're taught to shoot the ball right next to their feet because they know if the goalie goes down with his hands, ball's past him by the time he can react. That's why the feet are faster, you see. As soon as he realizes the ball's on the floor, Lloris, he leans back, like, he leans, like, like, leans back straight there. He's he, up right but now. He's got, he, he's got he, the time right now to drop. No, but he doesn't know where it's going yet. It's still not left his foot. So as soon as he leaves his foot, he knows it's a low shot to see there. He's now starting to lean back. Yeah, I see that. But if he doesn't lean back, he can go forward and get there. Brian, you don't need to look, get... Look how close that ball is to his foot, Brian. Oh, I know. I know. But just because it's closest to your foot doesn't mean it's the best option. <laughs> look, at, look at Sanchez right now. <laughs> Sanchez is literally looking like he's about to get kicked. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but look how that touch by... Google I'm going to take this so off. Good. Shattered his ankles. No, After it was this, so good but that he had no way to change direction. There that, was no way. That was literally like the Boateng fall. But but Messi just Messi just did a simple cut. This was that was pretty bouncing. Right. bouncing ball. everybody. Huh? <laughs> this is a bouncing ball where he's brought it back down so close to his feet that he could turn left. And he could have, he could have had a cup of tea there. He could have he yeah. could have called his parents. He could have done whatever he wanted, and still would have scored. But he took it back around. It was literally just such a simple move with what he did. I saw a video and but someone was move, like, "Who unplugged Davidson Sanchez?" The like, move who? was the move was created by his first touch. That first so touch was freaking good. Yeah. And no one Exquisite. mentioned that at all in context. No one mentioned that. Everyone said the run. The run was a simple run through the gap, through the channel. That was a simple run through the channel, which should have been easily dealt with by the defender. But the fact that he brought it down so effortlessly and so silky, I mean, that's what the Man City players are. They're, they're just all silk. I could understand that run. Silk. That's why I'm scared. I think they're going to just run away with first. Like, so. I think that run could have caught somebody off guard a couple weeks ago before LK Gundogan started doing this. But again, again, that, that comes down to Luis Brian. Luis is watching that long ball from from start to finish. He and that, that ball was traveled 50, 60 oh, yards. He had so much time to tell them what was going to happen. Why so isn't much. he shouting? Why isn't he shouting to this fast defender? So, so I'm just going to say something from personal experience. 
and this is from playing for your team, sometimes you shout and your defenders just don't fucking listen. Well, I agree. I mean, also, but that's yeah. It's not. It's not always the keeper not shouting. Like true. Almost every single game I played for you, I shouted at most notably Chris Denyer at left back consistently, and no one listened to me. So like. I'm not saying you're not wrong, but he just might not have listened also. Yeah, true. And that that will be discussed in the change room after the game and also in the replays mm -hmm. the days after. And there'll be some heads rolling in the change room. And I'm pretty sure Sanchez will not be starting next game That's, uh, because of that. I mean, um, I'm not going to say let's hope not because he's class. Well, I, I really like him. I Yeah, I do too. But I think Spurs have got a lot of good defenders. Yeah. I've always I've always liked the Spurs defenders. And um, Mourinho is the type of uh, manager I feel like that if you end up like this, yeah, you don't start for a game or two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, you know, again, if you go back to if you go if you uh, go back in the on the, on the video, you're gonna have to Spurs, give me a second on that one. Like Edison, 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 smart. He saw the players spread out. He saw that the Spurs players were pressuring his defenders. He, he saw that Spurs were spread out, trying to go man-to-man -man as best they could on Man City. And then what you do, you isolate isolate Sanchez with with a, with a deep One line that sort of runs. Like, he's just so clinical on balls. Like, he, he can just send it anywhere on the pitch at any point in time. Ederson can just do that. Like, we could, we could spend, we could, I could spend hours just dissecting the, 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 we are the, back. Tri the triangle play. Go back. Go back. Uh, how far right back there. you want? Look. Look at how wide that back four is. Yeah. Look, that they, there's got to be 15, 20 yards between the two centre backs. That's way too much. And then why isn't this left back screaming at Sanchez? Guy on your on your left. Guy on your left. Guy on your left. Guy on your left. You know, running through the channel. All these players, even the centre mid, could scream to him, and he could easily just ignore the ball and run back and play goal side but he's watching the ball again he's trying to get that ball because you know he wants to ma maintain possession but and, and they, again. they've all made the biggest mistake that you're taught at like you four in in football never let the attacker get goal side on your back on a ball in the air ever usually usually there would be some sort of stepping up as a unit and it catch them offside but this was such a a shock to the Spurs system at this point in the game, but they weren't even trying to play offside because they were too spread over shit to even organize that. They yeah. basically left 1v1. And I think that's just the ingenious of, of Man City right there because, I mean, I, I could spend three weeks discussing how amazing Man City are now at basically cutting through teams. So speaking and of... I, Speaking of Man City cutting through teams, because we're, we're nearing the hour mark and I want to jump ahead to next next week's games, um, what do you think they're going to do to Everton? Because Carl and I kind of said last week, we don't really think there's a team in Europe that City can't beat 5-0. I, I, think, I think right now, if Bayern, if Bayern play Man City, it will be a very good game, 1-0, 1-1. It will be very tight, very... Very chess tactical. Or I could see it being the complete opposite and being it like four nil, four nil. Could be like like a complete blowout and a complete blowout based on just like strategies. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I think. I mean, if Iron get Lamptey from Brighton. Oh my God! If they get Tariq Lamptey, that that is just not okay. Yeah. Let's see what he does. If they can do the same with him as they with Davis, it's great. Um, yeah. Again, another Chelsea product. It's okay. Let's nice have our best players. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, mean, I I think I think I think uh, again if Man if it all comes down to if Man City um, if Man City have the upper hand early in the game and they can control the game uh, they can control anyone I think if they go down one two goals like against the Bayern or Juve uh, that have more experience and more 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 um, uh, older players. Yeah, I can't. Uh, could 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 Man City get back in the game? Yes, maybe, but but not I, without KDB. Like if KDB is like sort of out of form or anything. Like if KDB is not playing great, if they don't really have Aguero up there, they sort of need these players to actually be back in form. Despite Aguero definitely leaving. Yeah, I think I think uh, Jesus looks great right now. I think a new kid, Theron, yeah. looks very very uh, promising. Yeah, and Man City are gonna go. I, I, I got a, I got a sneaky feeling that uh, Man City are gonna buy Haaland in the summer. I don't want that. Oh, you see that? Yeah. I got. A, I, yeah. got a, I think that Pep knows that Aguero is gonna be retiring soon or moving back to Argentina to play this boyhood club yeah. uh, and finish his days off, maybe you know in Argentina or the MLS like that, and go back um, yeah. to the Americas. And I think. I was hoping for the whole Bayern thing. I think either Bayern or Man City because Barca can't afford shit right now. Yep. Real Madrid can't afford anything. They still have Benzema, who's yeah. a fantastic striker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Man City need that that talisman yep. up front, and Haaland is that perfect talisman. Um, I don't think the thing is, you know, why did why did Villa commit two hundred thousand dollars pounds a week to Grealish and? Might be a deal, you know. They know that no, they know that no play, no team can afford Grealish. Not even Man U. No team has, like Simon Peter was saying, no team has that kind of money anymore to yeah, splash exactly. around. Yeah. Chelsea had it. Chelsea had it because they sold Hazard and other players, mm-hmm. yeah. and used that money. They didn't like have an extra two hundred million. You know, they they, they sold a like, lot of players. And commentators seem to think that they just magically made two hundred million out of nothing. And bought these players. No, they sold players first, and these teams. It is becoming like an NFL team where there's a cap. We just, you know, go on the days where these transfers happen. I mean, um, yep. No, yeah. So I think a lot of these teams will stay very, very stable. Um, one or two players might move, but it'll be more like trades. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but it, it comes down to, in the future, it comes down to then the academies. You know, can these teams make these young actually like, oh, grow yeah. talent from within and create players on their then, own? Or the all the Chelsea system of of having every every player under the sun under contract and then letting them go. Well, I mean, exactly what, I would know. love to see Chelsea continue with that because, like, I like Mo. He's doing a good job for for us well, mo, mo wasn't mo wasn't a county player and honestly no i just mo mean was, letting players go for chelsea yeah you guys yeah, when, the, when mo went to chelsea he wasn't the same player he no he wasn't ready yet 
I don't, I don't, really I don't think it's a Chelsea necessarily not being able to evaluate talent. Like I just think some players matured after they left, which is normal. Well, also them getting rid of Tamori made no sense, but yeah, it, it, and Terry, Terry said it in the uh, interview. I think Terry was in a John Terry was in like an hour long interview in like Bahrain or some vacation spot with his family. He did an interview at this uh, this radio station. And he was saying that when Kevin De Bruyne and uh, Salah were, were in the Chelsea squad, same as Lukaku, Mourinho was such. Mourinho had such a group of older, experienced, world-class players. You know that it was very hard for a youth team, youth team player or a younger player in his early twenties or in his teens to really get into the Mourinho squad because yep. Mourinho yeah. wanted those older heads. He wanted players that were like young, but not that young, but also like would do what he wanted. And Salah didn't do that. De Bruyne, I watched De Bruyne play a couple of games with Chelsea, and yeah, there was class there, but he wasn't standout. He wasn't like mm-hmm. the best player on the field. He was just an average Chelsea young kid trying to make his way. Lukaku, I really wanted to keep Lukaku. That was the yeah. one guy I wanted yeah. to keep. Because that was like the next drug for me, you know. Um, so speaking of Chelsea, Paul, what do you think for them next Saturday against Southampton? Southampton? Yeah, I mean that's that's their next their next match. I think two nil. You think two nil? I'm just trying yeah, to. I think it'll be a very calculated. I think it'll be two. I mean, it'll be a close first half, nil nil, and maybe one nil for us at halftime. Depends on the situation. Depends who we play. Um, Saints will have a few chances, corner kicks, free kicks. Yep. Yeah. Oh, maybe some open play. They are the, dangerous yeah. with a free kick. Yeah, and then and then uh, <laughs> we'll like Newcastle. We'll just have we'll just have all the ball, and then we'll just grind out a two 0 victory. And yeah, I think Drew will start. I'm gonna. He'll, he'll, he'll score a header. He'll score a header like straight out the half. Time. He'll score a header, and his hair won't move. Um, no, the ball hit when the ball hits his hair. The ball says thank you. That's how nice it is. Oh yeah, of course. The ball, the ball asks for a picture with him. That's what the ball says. Yeah. You know. I'm. I mean, the ball just wants to take that little screenshot of the header home with it. Um, have, you, have you noticed how the other defenders, when they knock over Giroud, they go and like massage him? Yeah. You know, but, but not pick him up. Just oh, you okay, Ollie? You okay? You okay? Ollie, are you fine? Ollie, you want a date? Ollie, you okay? And then I'm hoping Liverpool don't go back to Premier League-style Liverpool of late against Everton because... Versus Everton. Oh, Merseyside Derby. Because uh, we, got a, we got a Derby, and I don't... Taking Everton. Yeah, it's Derby with a spell D-E-R. Um, I'm going late draw Everton because they did the same thing. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking nil-nil. I think Liverpool... Don't want to lose the game. Everton need to get a point to get there. And, and of course, you know, I think it could be like, I think it could be uh, seven, eight yellow cards and then probably a red card for Everton at the end of the game. I so, might have to wake up at 7 a.m. on Sunday. Have fun with that. Because at two on Sunday, I can watch Man U Newcastle. But I might be watching football all day on Sunday. We have West Ham Spurs, Villa, Leicester, and oh, then West Arsenal, Arsenal right. City. Villa Leicester is going to be so good. Hang on, say the first game again. So I think it'll be nil nil. West Ham Spurs. Nil-nil Spurs. Everton, Liverpool. 
Huh? Okay, then West Ham Spurs on Sunday. I skipped over Fulham and Sheffield um, okay. on Fulham, Saturday. Sheffield, that is a 2-1 Fulham win. Okay, yeah, and one. Burnley and West Brom are playing Saturday as well. West Burnley, Brom. Burnley, West Brom. Burnley win that 2-0. Interesting. I'm taking West Brom 1-0. Uh, no. Okay. So um, I haven't done any predi- – oh, I skipped Friday. We have Leeds and Wolves on Friday. Ooh, that's a game. That's 3-3. Three, three. That, yeah, that's going to be three, so exciting. Three, three. And I think uh, Chelsea 2-0 Saints. You said Chelsea 2-0 uh, Saints. Uh, you Manu, said Manu, as I hate to say this, I hate to say this, Manu going to smash Newcastle. Yeah. I was like 4-0. Four, four All right, so think, no. West Ham Spurs. West Ham Spurs. I'm I might have I might have to wake up for that. I'm going West Ham one nil. I might go West Ham two nil. Ooh. I think Mourinho's getting I think Mourinho's getting fired in the year. I think he's gonna get fired. I can see it. I think Arteta will keep his job because his head is also gorgeous. I think I think Leicester beats Villa. I think Mourinho gets fired and goes back to Portugal or Spain. Could. Mourinho could, 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 could go and I coach Barca. I could see Portugal. I don't. I couldn't see him going to Barca. No. Um, uh, Leicester's beating Villa without a doubt. Um, Leicester beating Villa. Yeah. I don't know actually. Think, James Justin tearing his ACL my, is huge. I think. I think. Uh, I think. One one. I think it'd be a close. I think it'd be a very open game. A very very uh, tight game in terms of the score and chances. Uh, and I would love love to see him tie a draw because uh, Chelsea's going to win and then close the gap even further. And then next is Man U going to beat you guys, so it's fine. Arsenal, Man City. Yeah, sure. Chelsea's going to beat Man U. <laughs> um, I think, I think three. Man City. Uh... 3 1. 4 1. 3 1 City. I might go 4 0. I don't see Arsenal scoring on City. I see them like scoring like a free kick or a corner. I see Odegaard scoring a crazy, weird goal. For yeah. Me. And I, I, think, I think like Man City have 86% possession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, th- I think they just, I think Pep wants to make a statement. And what what bad against his old against uh, his buddy? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, yeah be goals then. I think that can wrap us up for Chelsea. this week. I think I think our Paul's not I done. Think we, I think we lose to Atletico. Oh, I do too. Legs. I do too. I do too. I think I think that's I a think good thing legs. to note. I think we're out. I think we're out first round, and that will make uh, Tuchel have a really hard look at our squad. Yep. Well, obviously. Yep. You know, and really make some like decisions in the summer. I'm easily us. seeing Dortmund beat Sevilla. I'm seeing Juve beat Porto, and then coming up, uh, Lazio versus Bayern. Of course, I'm gonna have to take Bayern. Bayern's probably gonna smoke the poop out of them. Lazio, Lazio, decent, but yeah, Bayern's gonna be like seven nil over two legs. Yeah. I think. I think it could be a shock. I think it could be a shock. I think Porto's beating Juve over two legs. I could see Atalanta taking out Real. Yes, I could do that. I could say that as well. And I could also see Sevilla beating Dortmund over two legs. I could see Sevilla beating Dortmund over two legs also. So there could be a few upsets in this this round. 
Um, and then once once the big boys are out, once Real, Dortmund, Juve are out, then it's it's Bayern's to lose, really. And yep. then Bayern and Man City. Liverpool might lose to Leipzig 3-0. It's, it's a possibility. They could. I could also see Man City actually losing. Uh, Pep just has a history of overthinking uh, the Champions League with City. Yeah. He'll do something like crazy yeah. formation. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll try like a 3-2-5 and then just like <laughs> try like the most bizarre thing possible and then just absolutely get out possessed and lose a game that they should have won like 8-0. But... He'll, he'll walk in a change room and start a game. Go to Aguero, Aguero, you fit? He's like, yeah, yeah, coach. You're playing left back today, Aguero. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Zinchenko, coach. Oh, he's playing striker. It's okay. Nah, okay. I, I, you can't forget, though, Kyle Walker starting in goal. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's so fast. He'd, be a, he'd also be play striker. Oh, that team is just, like, limitless in what they can do. Look, Kyle Walker is definitely the worst footballer like in terms of man city players as as like technique and composure and talent there's carl walker like down under the ground but he's so freaking fast yeah but he he, he has a touch of a donkey but you know he's so fast but he uses that touch of a donkey to hit it away from the other players to his own team i I, I think i think man city players are going to show that gundalan touch to score the goal and say look kyle just called a first touch. We need down. It, it stays near your feet. It's amazing how that works. And you're paid loads of money for your feet. You know, you don't need to use this pace. And he's like, but why? I'm so fast. Like we that. need to mention Mbappe, Patrick. But I watched the game. And oh yeah, we Brian, Mbappe he, is just the goat. He no, he, he took his chances. Nothing special. He scored three goals. The, the third goal was. Paul, oh, he's twenty. No, I don't, I no, I don't. I don't. Or he's 21. I don't see it. I don't, see it. I don't see it. I think he's a good player. I think he's up there with some of the best. I don't think um, he's got to he's got to do it on the big stage and What's bigger than being 22 years old scoring a hat-trick at Camp Nou? going to keep on doing it. I think he's going to smoke Barca again. I think he's going to then go on and probably contest with whatever team by himself like fully he's he's great but i he's he, he's very clinical he scored three goals fine but they weren't anything special in my book okay That's i think tough. i think i think the media i think the media and all these you know uh online stuff they want to push these young superstars Jaden sancho what has he really done? So Not my thing with done. Mbappe, though, is he's done enough to deserve yeah, all the attention. He, he has. He played he has, his freaking but... ass off in a World Cup at 18. He he has performed in the Champions League every single time he's played I in know, it. But like when I when I watched Henri play at 21, Henri was better. Henri was better. Even Trezeguet was better. Patrick Cliver was better at 21. Um, Ronaldo was better at 21. Yeah, but Ronaldo was 
you know, like, might have been better in the world. If you're talking about that kind of level of player, yeah. historically, Shevchenko was better at 21. Like, it's, you know, as a striker, yes. But he needs to be more, he needs to do this over a longer period of time. You know, when, yeah, he's, 20, agree, when uh, he's 28, 29, with like 10 years of history behind him, then we can discuss that. But right now, he took, and Barca are not the same team as they as they were. I mean, you no. know, he had, he had acres of space, that third goal. Yeah. He had time to place that where he wanted. It wasn't like he had a player up his ass. And he had to That's the main thing. Barca's just not Barca anymore. Yup. Yup. Yeah. And also, I don't know how Real's going to be because they're probably getting rid of Ramos. I would love to see Man U sign Ramos. I, th- I think everyone else would hate that, but Man U signing Ramos would be beautiful. It could be like a Van Dyke thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, older player. I mean, where's Alba going? Um, Alba, he's got a verbal agreement with Real. It Contract's not signed yet, but he's had a verbal agreement in place since the beginning of January. Yeah, he's definitely going to Real. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think. Uh, well, who's buying going to get to replace him? Because you've they got, already signed Dupa Makano. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, so they're chilling. I think, I think we've covered. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul, thank you for joining us again. Um, thank you so much. We're definitely going to have you back because you're fun. You know <laughs> your shit. Um. Yeah, no, so I, I like I like this uh, I like the videos where I can, we can discuss the the games and show how moronic these players are sometimes. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm not saying my legs work any better than them, but I'll still judge them. Oh, but same. We, I mean that are, that's we are what here to judge. We are here to judge. And we'll do that, and then when, when we're in the field, they can judge us, which will be easy because we're horrific. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. uh... Thanks for tuning in and come back next week. No worries, guys. Thanks a lot. Great team.